I woke up with a broken heart in my chest I couldn't sleep, couldn't get no rest Weighed down by the heaviness of life And I try to shake it flipping through my phone But all it does is make me feel more alone How could anything that feels so wrong be right? Seven billion voices separate us But only one can show us who we are We are made, made in the image of Made in the image of God Beautiful shades of love We are made, made in the image of Made in the image of God that's where the light comes from We all need the same medicine We all need another second chance There's no first in line at the foot of the cross shades of love we are made made in the image of made in the image of God that's where the light comes from we fall apart we all lose sight of heaven but still your love is chasing us breaking and give me eyes to see who's so much more than flesh and blood we are made in the image of shades of love we are made made in the image of made in the image of God that's where the light comes from made in the image of made in the image of Good morning and welcome to Bethel Lutheran Church, our online worship experience. I'm Pastor Amy Beveridge, and I'm so glad to be with you today on this first Sunday after Easter. I want to extend a special welcome to anyone who might be joining us today for the first time. We hope you continue to be with us in coming weeks and grow to become part of our online family. 
I would be remiss if I did not offer gratitude to everyone who made our beautiful Holy Week happen last week. It takes so many helping hands, willing hearts, faithful spirits to bring those events to life. I want to thank Julie Hobart, our musical director, for her leadership. Brent Keese for his work in his sound studio. I want to thank our worship team for all their attention to the little details, the whole lot of worship volunteers, and of course, Joanne Cummings and all her cooks for the marvelous breakfast we shared. I hope we all had a chance to rest this week, especially because in less than two months, we are bringing Vacation Bible Camp back to our neighborhood. So save those dates for your children and grandchildren. We are running four days in June, the 14th through the 18th. We have missed this event dearly over the past two summers, and we can't wait for the spirit and the life that it brings to our congregation. One other save the date that I have for you, this one for adults. We are having a congregational retreat on May 21st. It will run from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. here in church. Our theme will be Becoming the Church, and it's really about the future of Bethel in a time of discernment as we listen to God and determine the next steps that we will faithfully walk out of this great disruption of the last few years. I'm really excited about the panel of speakers I'm pulling together and the voices that we will engage that day. I'm going to request that for anyone who wants to come, and it's open to anyone who's part of our community, please RSVP in the email or call the office as we will have lunch that day and we need a rough head count for us uh, to enjoy that. All right, I think that about covers it. A lot of wonderful ministry coming up for us. But before we get there, let us come together in this moment in the shelter of this well-known story of Thomas, the disciple who needed to see this resurrection business for himself before he believed. So let us worship God as one people, God's own people gathered and called through the resurrected Christ and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Three 
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, the strength of those who believe and the hope of those who doubt, may we who have not seen have faith in you and receive the fullness of Christ's blessing, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Well, just as last week on Easter Sunday, today's lesson is another speech by Peter well after the events of the resurrection, even after the arrival of the Holy Spirit in the Pentecost celebration. We are in the book of Acts, which is all about how the early Jesus movement caught fire in the Mediterranean world and the driving forces behind its explosion, Peter and Paul. The words will sound just like last week, Peter testifying, this time while on trial, testifying again to what has happened through Jesus Christ. He has been warned to stop teaching this nonsense and stirring up the people in the city. But as you hear, he can't help himself. He's incapable of stopping himself from speaking this truth he has known in his friend and teacher and now savior. It's really important to understand the context here. His teaching is a threat. Professor Raj Nadella says that these followers of Jesus now, they're repeat offenders. And their offense, a healing ministry, encouraging the sharing of possessions rather than ownership in this radical ethos of care and attention to the poor in the city. So yes, they are a threat to state and religious authority. And as if that weren't enough, Peter has also broken out of jail. He's been liberated. This is a big theme in Acts, as it should be given the prophecies of Isaiah, who preached the coming liberation by the Messiah. Well, this is a short couple verses, but given the wider story, it packs a whole lot of power. As you listen, there is one phrase that I want to catch your ear. The accusation they make against Peter is this, and I'm quoting, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching. When you hear it, I want you to remember how Jesus is described throughout the Gospel of Luke. Luke is always quick to point out Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. It's that word filled. Now there's been a transformation. Jesus isn't just filled. Now the city is filled with a new teaching. It's a really beautiful shift in the language over these two books of the Bible. So let us now hear the speech of Peter's, the apostle who just couldn't help himself, the apostle who just couldn't resist sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. A reading from the fifth chapter of Acts. When they had brought them, 
they had them stand before the council. The high priest questioned them, saying, We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you are determined to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than any human authority. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you had killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior that he might give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from Psalm 150. Hallelujah! Praise God in the holy temple. Praise God in the mighty firmament. Praise God for mighty acts. Praise God for exceeding greatness. Praise God with trumpet sound. Praise God with lyre and harp. Praise God with tambourine and dance. Praise God with strings and pipe. Praise God with resounding cymbals. Praise God with loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of John, the 20th chapter. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the marks of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. 
But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, this is going to be one of the sermons where I just end up giving you a collection of my thoughts on this passage, and I hope against hope, somehow it coheres. And this happens every Easter. The resurrection is such a big story that as a Bible teacher, I always walk away from last Sunday feeling like my work isn't finished. I think I texted Julie the day I wrote my message to say it was done, but that I knew that I had to cut at least 700 words out of it. Thank goodness we've got seven Sundays of Easter to talk about everything that comes up in this one event as if seven Sundays were enough. So my first thought is a bit of a confession. Almost every Easter, not only do I get overwhelmed by all there is to explore, I also leave that celebration worrying, worrying that I've left people with a false hope. And I don't know if it's a false hope entirely, as it is a sense that I don't want to give an impression that just because Jesus was raised from the dead, our lives are going to be easy or somehow we're never going to suffer again. It's an easy narrative trap to fall into given we have promises like that in our media and culture all the time that if we just have such and such insurance, medicine, product, ideology, we will be delivered into immortality everything being perfect, every prayer being answered the way we imagine, an end to pain. I hope my preaching and teaching never leaves that impression. To give an example of my fear, you may recall I had two stories last week. One was a story about a family in our church and the husband and father recovering from cancer. It was a story about learning the news that he is in fact healing and going to live. The other story was about our high school students experiencing a restoration of friendship and community after a long period of isolation and how they are finding their way again. There is a danger to these kinds of stories because what about those for whom cancer turns out to be fatal, like it did for my mother's husband, who after many hard months succumbed to his disease this week and passed away? Or what about the students who don't make it back from the pandemic the same way? because there was harm done in their time at home apart from the care of their school that can never be given back. The shadows are not all gone, as you well know. The shadows weren't even gone in Jerusalem those centuries ago. And I just couldn't stand it if you all walk away from Easter worrying in the back of your minds for those for whom the news isn't good. Did the resurrection not happen for them? Did we not believe purely enough, hard enough, deeply enough? In other words, what if the diagnosis is terminal and remains terminal? Then what about Easter? That is why we have Doubting Thomas, this special Sunday, which is the other face of the coin that we need to have in a complete faith, so to speak, a sturdy faith, a realistic faith, an understanding of God that holds up in the hard times holds up in the tragedies, not just a God of triumph who only seems active during the good times. As a preacher and teacher, I never want to leave you with a flimsy theology that falls apart at the first challenge of human existence. Doubting Thomas is the antidote to flimsy theology. And yes, Thomas does make space for doubt as a part of the life of faith, but it's not just the complicated human experience these verses honor. It's also a complicated God 
that we give honor to. A God who finds wholeness after a horrifying, torturous death, but doesn't rise in perfection, doesn't rise in denial of the history he carries, doesn't rise as if the past never happened, but comes wounded, pierced, and actually still vulnerable, not invincible. If he were invincible, there would be no place for Thomas to touch for himself. Doubting Thomas is a story for all of us who come back from the dead scathed, who have been to battle and don't want to pretend that we haven't, who have been to battle and maybe we've even lost. When Jesus stands before Thomas, that's what he looks like. This new creation is not an erasing of that which was before. And thank God for that. Thank God we are faithful to a scarred Jesus, to a Jesus who actually died. Thank God Jesus stands before us holding the brokenness because it means this. Even if we don't make it ourselves, even if we can't hold it together, even if we are sick, imprisoned, lost, abandoned, cut off, persecuted, suspicious, or suspected, the risen Christ is still for us. You know, I do have a lot of thoughts about this story, (laughs) of only a few that I wanted to share today, but I'm thinking that I'm actually going to save them Because today, this might be the only one that we need. No matter the news of this fragile and exposed life that we lead as imperfect humans, Easter is here for us. No matter who we are, where we are, how we are feeling, the road ahead, Easter is here for us. Here for us all. Amen. Oh 
I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Thank you, O God, for sacrificing your Son, Jesus Christ, for our sins and our iniquities. Through your compassion, you carry the pain and the suffering. Help us, Lord, never to take your gift of love for granted and for the pain you endured on the cross to set us free. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Let us pray in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord of life, you walk this journey with us and through us. Lead us, Lord. Lead on. Journeying within and wrestling with the world, lead us, Lord. Lead on. Lead us to grow, to risk, and to tread the path you have opened for us. Lead us, Lord. Lead on. And let us rejoice that every place is your place. In the name of Christ, the risen one. Amen. Alleluia, Jesus is risen. Trumpets resounding in glorious light. Splendor the Lamb, heaven forever. Oh, what a miracle God has in sight. Jesus is risen and we shall arise. Give God the glory, hallelujah. Walking the in the center telling the story to open our eyes breaking our bread giving us glory 
Jesus, our blessing, our constant surprise. Jesus is risen and we shall arise. Give God the glory, alleluia. Jesus the vine, we are the branches. Life in the spirit, the fruit of the tree. Heaven to earth, Christ to the people. Gift of the future now flowing to me. Jesus is risen and we shall be free. Give God the glory, alleluia. Weeping be gone, sorrow be silent. Death put asunder and Easter is bright. Cherubim sing, O grave the open. Clothe us in wonder, adorn us in light. Jesus is risen and we shall be free. Give God the glory, alleluia. City of God, Easter forever. Golden Jerusalem, Jesus the Lamb. River of life, saints and archangels sing with creation to God the I Am. Jesus is risen and we shall be free. Give God the glory, hallelujah. Go in peace, share the good news. Hallelujah.